You are listening to the Aging Starts Now podcast, where it's all about responding with confidence to the legal, financial, and personal challenges created by disability, unexpected illness, or simply aging in general. Join us weekly as elder law attorneys Tim Takis, Barbara McGinnis, Chris Johnson, and other members of the Takis McGinnis Elder Care Law Team talk about the tools, techniques, strategies, and services that will make the elder care journey easier for everyone involved. Get ready, because aging starts now. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode number 37 of Aging Starts Now. I'm Elder Care Coordinator Deborah King, along with Elder Care Coordinator Patty Bedwell. We help clients and families navigate the aging journey. The holidays are quickly approaching. Holidays can be a challenging time for families, and this year even more so. You may be going home for the holidays, or maybe the pandemic has altered those plans. But either way, typically the holidays are when families slow down and sometimes notice changes in their loved ones. Today and next week, Patty and I are doing a two-part discussion on the holidays. This week, we will focus on topics for you if you are having in-person gatherings. Next week, we will focus on topics for those families not having in-person gatherings due to COVID-19. So, Patty, when you go home to visit your family, what kinds of things do you look for? Well, I guess really it starts when I walk in the door. I just start looking around at everything. Um, First off, I'm going to check on my father, and I check to make sure that, uh, first off, that he looks good. You know, that he looks clean, he's nice, and he's dressed well, and, and, you know, looks like he's taking care of himself a bit. And then I just kind of gather, wander around the house, just looking at different things to make sure that everything looks like it's in order. Um, Some things that I look at is, you know, I always go into the refrigerator, open that up, make sure that there's food in there. I check the pantries to make sure that he has the things that he likes to eat. Um... I kind of I look around, um, make sure that there's no mail piling up in the house and just different things like that. Right. Um, so actually looking at him and, and looking at the environment really helps. Um, what we see sometimes is if you're there all the time, um, say you're going by every day or at least every week, you may not notice the changes as much because some of the changes that people experience during aging are slow. So oftentimes at the holidays, we see a lot of people noticing some major changes because maybe it's been two or three months since they saw mom or dad or especially during this Um, pandemic time when everybody's staying at home and and not traveling as much. That's exactly right. Um, And you just have to kind of keep tabs on those sorts of things. Um, Check out your parent, check out the house. Does it look as well as it did the last time you were there or things as neat and tidy and things like that? Right. And what about medicines? Um, When seniors or elders live alone, um, do they have a way to get their medicines and make sure their medicines are being taken properly, especially people that are on lots of different medicines? Sometimes that's the first thing you notice that, well, there's 
30 pills in one bottle and two in the other. So what's going on there? Is Are they taking them correctly? Do they need more help or supervision, safety for their medicines? That's a really good question, and that's a, um, that's a good thing to be looking at. You have to step kind of cautiously if your parents are anything like mine. They don't like to be checked on very much, and they don't like to have um, you asking too many questions about their medications and things like that. That's um, true. That's true. It's a difficult time. Mm-hmm. I usually try to ask simple questions. Um, you know, are you have you taken your medicine today? Um, my dad has some problems with a few of his pills that get stuck in his throat. You know, those kinds of things. So I, I have a kind of a little in there to to ask him questions about his medicines, and that um, opens it up a little bit more for us. Um, so having one of the, the pill boxes, I think, is a good idea. That's a nice, easy organizer. And that's uh, what I do have my father is using right now. And I can just easily pick that up and look at it or just actually look into it without picking it up, completely unwitnessed by my father. And I can tell if he's missed any of his medications, if his pill, pills are not filled, you know, and things like that. Right. And I know it's sometimes confusing if the pharmacy changes the formulary and they get a a green pill instead of the blue pill, and that confuses them too. So following up with medicines can be real um, helpful um, because what we want to do is make sure their health is maintained because that's going to allow them to stay at home and stay well longer. That's exactly right. And it's an ongoing challenge, you know, to make sure that all those things are where they're supposed to be and that they're all accessible. Yeah. You mentioned food and checking to make sure dad's got the foods he likes in the fridge. Um, That can be another sign that things aren't going as well as we would like. Um, Sometimes you, if you haven't visited in a long time, you can notice weight loss. You can notice the clothes are hanging a little more than they used to. Um, Looking in the fridge for expired foods or half eaten foods, um, even if they're getting meal delivery services, are they using those meals? Um, Are they in the refrigerator past due? Um, Had one client that that's what they found. They were, they found 10 meals in the fridge from the last two weeks that weren't being eaten, whether it was because mom or dad didn't know how to heat them up, didn't remember they were in there, out of sight, out of mind kind of things. Um, So watching um, nutrition and food Um, can help as well. Um, Dehydration is such an issue with our seniors and um, the the nutrition that goes along with that. Um, Looking for expired foods, you know, the green and all these stuff in the fridge is not a good sign. Right, right. And that's a monthly activity I do now when I go down and visit. I always go through the refrigerator, and just a few days ago, I threw away, you know, lunch meat from uh, the summer. Um, 
there's always something. And it's just a good rule of thumb just to kind of spot check those things. Right. And and the pantry as well is, you know, if there's canned goods in there, do how much dust is on the canned goods? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some things spoiling is not um, as apparent. Um, watching for bugs in the, the pasta or in the flour and things like that, that can happen really quickly, especially in the Southern environment. It certainly can. It certainly can. And most people, at least my my parents, they don't like for you to throw anything away. No, no. So that becomes another issue as well. Um, So sometimes we do things a little bit on the sly every now and then. Flip it in a bag and stick it in the car and throw it out on your way home kind of thing. Yeah, there you go. There you go. (laughs) Yeah, that's the hard thing because parents are our parents and they take care of us. They don't need anyone taking care of them. So monitoring their situation and being able to intervene if there's a gradual slow decline can be difficult. Um, Sometimes you see it with the mail and the bills. Um, Is the mail piling up? Um, Do you see bills that may not have been paid or are past due? Um, that, That can be an activity that gets slipped by sometimes is there mail in the mailbox where they haven't been able to get down to the mailbox to get the mail we want to watch out for that and and you know that's when you have to start approaching them and saying you know i've got some extra time maybe i can come over and help you balance your checkbook this month Mm um you know, Dad, there's this big pile of mail here. Maybe I'll take it with me and, and just look through it for you. The other side of the mail is if they're getting a lot of solicitations and, and you have to worry that they're sending money to places they shouldn't be. Same type of thing of, Dad, maybe we need to get, help you with managing your accounts. You're still going to sign the checks, but we're just going to write the checks out for you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's different ways that you can approach it, uh, depending on your parents and and how they've managed in the past, and how you can kind of slide in there and just offer to take it over. Um, sometimes using, I often use the experience of another person. You know, Aunt Susie had problems, and her son had to start helping her with her bills. And I just want to know what your bills are before we get to that point. Different right. things like that. Right. I want to help you before this becomes a problem. Right. And, you know, another thing that I do is I am, um, so many times people are hesitant. They don't want to ask for help. They're embarrassed. They don't want to face what's going on, whatever the reason may be. So I, I try to approach it sometimes by, um, can you help me? You know, Dad, I worry about you. I worry about your bills not being paid. Will you let me look through the stack over here and just make sure so that I can, you know, feel better about things? Um, right, to do it for me. Right, right. You're because fine, but are, I need to check. It's, I'm the yeah. one having the problem. <laughs> yeah, because we, we don't need to ever forget that they are adults 
Um, and it's very easy to talk down to someone in those, those types of situations. And that's one of the worst things you can do because that kind of limits the amount of talking you're going to get and the amount of feedback. Um, so trying to partner together with your parent has always been very helpful for me. And that's probably a good thing, a conversation to have at every visit. That way it's not odd or unusual or uncomfortable is, you know, I'm, we're all getting older, mom and dad, and I know you're fine now, but one day you might not be. And I kind of need to know a little bit mm -hmm. about your business. So if something happens, we can step in and help you and we can have the resources to help you. Um, planning ahead, a lot, a lot of people don't want to do that. But I think if you have those conversations, you know, every Christmas or every 4th of July or whenever the family gets together and just kind of say, you know, I, I know you're fine now, but I worry that someday you won't be. And I just want to be prepared so I can do the best I can for you. And then when that situation does happen, maybe it's not so difficult. Maybe it's not so challenging because you've already talked about it. Right. And, and you're not just all of a sudden just stepping in and taking over things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the the approach that you take and the way that you go about it is uh, is about as important as the situation and the issue themselves. Right, right. And you have to remember that you're still the child, but also that you know your parents the best and you know the best way to approach them and to manage it. And if there's more than one child involved, sometimes you have to present a united front. Mm -hmm. um, as I started out saying, the daughter or son that lives down the road and checks by on mom and dad every other day or they're there every weekend cutting the grass and doing the chores around the house, um, they need to know that they have the support as well and that you're all working together to take care of them. Sometimes the child from out of town will come in and they see things that the other family members don't because they haven't seen things for mm -hmm. a couple of months. And so it's important to approach that gently as well, that we all have the same goal here. Right. That's exactly right. We're all, we have the same goal and we're on the same page. And with that, I think that's going to be it for today's episode of Aging Starts Now. Join us next week as we continue our discussion about the holidays with special focus on COVID-19. Thank you for listening. Join us next week for another episode of Aging Starts Now. Thank you for listening to the Aging Starts Now podcast. For more information about today's show, visit tn-elderlaw.com, click on the free resources tab, and then click on Aging Starts Now. You'll find the show notes there. And while you're at it, why not check out all the free resources available at tn-elderlaw.com? Document downloads, the Tagus McGinnis blog, educational videos, informative articles, helpful links, a TV show, and more. It's all there free for the taking. If you enjoy listening to the Aging Starts Now podcast, please subscribe, rate the show, or leave us a review. It's easy to do on whatever app you use to listen. 
we would love your feedback on the show. Aging starts now. We'll be back next week with more candid discussions about challenges created by aging, disability, and unexpected illness.